What's up? Mike Mendoza, Fast Real Estate Services, commuting, talking real estate, commercial, residential, multifamily, uh, apartment buildings. We're buying, we're selling, we're leasing, we're managing these properties, and we're also consulting on these properties. Um, Lots of stuff happened since the last episode, but uh, mostly focusing right now and getting back into my own investments um, part of that is is learning and knowing how to raise money and capital to buy these properties in the early 2000s I was raising money by uh, utilizing self-directed IRAs you would have to get an individual to um, take money that is in a retirement vehicle that they could transfer to a third-party administrator like Equity Trust um, out of Westlake, Ohio, and then um, it would be put into an IRA with with Equity Trust, and then you could use that IRA to purchase real estate. Um, We would get a loan from that IRA, and uh, the loan would be Uh, secured by the property they would have first lien position and then we would give them a promissory note to guarantee interest rate and uh, sometimes they would even get equity in the business so um, that you you really should use only one investor one property because if you start using multiple investors for one property or project then you know there's there's different rules and regulations that you need to consult with an attorney um, about because there's a lot of strict rules regarding uh, taking money from people basically and using it for investments and then usually it's not a problem but when the investment goes bad and investors get angry then they can sue you uh, for not disclosing certain things or uh, not being aware of the risk of the investment so really consult an attorney Um, who knows about putting uh, money together in these types of business situations so that you're doing it correctly, you're following rules from the uh, SEC and any other government regulation body that regulates uh, investments and loans and things like that. So um, definitely check that out, but you know, you can also get a uh, private loan from an individual, they have to have liquid cash to be able to, to do that. Um, or you could go to the banks, hard money lenders. Um, you know, but the, the, the most important thing is money is always available. You have to have that mindset that money is always available um, as long as the deals are good. You know, if the deal's not good, then you're not gonna attract money. If a deal attracts money, then it's probably good. <laughs> so it's, it's one in the same. Um, people are out there and most of our clients uh, that are coming into Cleveland to invest the money's out there as long as the deal is good that they get it that they can get a, a decent return with less um, to, to little risk and um, it's just a matter of putting that offering out there so you can attract money so don't ever think that you know just because you don't have your own money you can you can invest there's always somebody out there that would be willing to invest with you. You got to give up some something. You got to give up interest, obviously. Sometimes you got to give up equity in the company. But you know, 50% of something is, uh, for as an example, 
50% of something is better than 0% of nothing. So, you know, don't have that mindset that you're giving up uh, too much because you're, if you don't do it, then you're probably not going to make any money anyway. So, you know, so keep that in mind. Um, also continuing to pick up more property management contracts, which is a good thing. We're having newer agents help us uh, because it, it is an overwhelming task to manage uh, multifamily properties, especially if that multifamily is 20 units or above. You know, we do, we have, we're managing currently a 30 unit apartment building and a 34 unit apartment building. So you really need to have an infrastructure and a process in place and some help to be able to manage um, all the daily activities and the requirements that are needed to manage properties. So we recently uh, put together a, uh, a checklist and uh, some responsibilities of the property manager. You know, so basically you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta go to your property, you gotta know what's going on, you gotta uh, interact with your tenants, you have to create good relationship with your tenants and you have to um, be advocates for the tenants and advocates for the owners at the same time. So you can't be, situation is, is worse when you have an adversarial relationship with your tenants where they think you're siding with the owner and vice versa. You can't have an adversarial relationship with your owner if they think that you're siding with the tenants all the time. It has to be a balance and you are just the middleman. So. You just work here, here, you have no real authority, although you do, uh, because your out-of-town owners give you that responsibility and, and, and authority to act on their behalf, but you know the tenants don't need to know that. You're, you're, you're just an employee or an agent of the company, and you're doing as you're told. So you know there's no hard feelings, there's no animosity between you and the tenant. It's just, you know, you're, you're just here to enforce the rules and you know you're, you're not it's nothing personal against the tenant so you know we, we have some situations with tenants especially when you're transitioning properties from one property management company to another you have to basically over communicate um, what's going on with the new tenants they have to know who the new company is where to send rent um, you know uh, know that uh, nobody will ever collect rent in person that they have to send it to your office or drop it off at the office uh, just so they uh, know where it's going and can prove that it's going to a legitimate office and company so if anything happens later they can um, they have they have uh, some recourse but um, you know we have a situation now where uh, tenants um, aren't the brightest bulbs in the in the pack and you know they the somebody is taking advantage of that posing as actually the property manager from the old company saying they're still collecting rent and that rent was being collected um, so and because the tenants sometimes use money orders they trust the person collecting the rent enough to write in who it's made out to so if you're um, in property management you know I would never collect rent personally from tenants on site. They have to mail it, they have to um, come to the office and give it to somebody for your safety you know, and uh, for the safety of the tenants because if people see that you're collecting rent they think that you have 
cash on you even though you might be collecting money orders but still you know they, they think it's cash and then you know you're, you're gonna be a target for people to steal rents and um, also it's just not good practice to collect rents personally now there's a rare 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 occasion where you would need to do that but as long as you don't do that um, as, as uh, a daily occurrence or a monthly occurrence when, when rent is due, then I think you're okay. But uh, for the most part, 99.9% .9 of the time, don't collect rent from, uh, from tenants personally. They have to mail it or they have to drop it off at your office. Or uh, what I use uh, for my personal portfolio is a UPS mailbox. And you know I pay uh, about 300 bucks a year to use it but you know it, it uh, keeps uh, your tenants from knowing where you live personally because you know I've been there before where they actually come to your house and you know if there's there's if there's an issue or you know they're trying to drop rent off and things like that that's definitely not something that you want to have happen you don't want people knowing where you live just in case there's some kind of problem and uh, uh, or people knowing that you're collecting rent at your own house, then your house is going to get um, broken into or is, would be a target for theft because they think that you have cash just laying around somewhere in your house because your, your tenants are coming to your house to drop rent off. So never do that, um, and you should be okay. So we're, we're going to document um, you know, how the new agents are doing new agents are learning pretty quickly but you know there's still a lot of uh, direction and and um, mentoring and coaching that we need to give in order to for them to do what they need to do um, well while, when managing these properties and the proper procedure to do that because there's a lot of legal issues involved there's um, you know this tenant relations and owner relations type things that you want to make sure you're doing correctly. So we'll continue, excuse me. Been, have, haven't been get, getting a lot of sleep lately, but that's great because you know we're busy in real estate. Um, we'll catch up on sleep here soon enough, but um, we'll uh, continue with, with these episodes. Um, so until next time, keep thinking, keep learning, but most importantly, just keep doing.